Welcome to ROI Overload, the business tech and finance newsletter. This is what is making news today. AR shopping is about to become a reality, augmented reality shopping. Uh, Path Robotics just received another $100 million in funding, bringing their total funding to $171 million. Uh, WhatsApp makes major updates to its group call feature. Uh, and lastly, if you were living under a rock this morning, maybe you missed it, but Jeff Bezos is now officially the wealthiest man to ever visit space. Uh, he went into orbit this morning. He passed the Carmen line and then touched down. I watched a little bit of it as I was just trying to wake up this morning. So let's go into all these stories. So first, uh, we have augmented reality shopping. So Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, is going all out to make AR shopping a reality. To achieve its mission, the company has acquired uh, Vertebrae. Uh, it's a company that offers brands uh, the ability to create 3D versions of their products. There won't be any changes to Vertebrae's core team. They have roughly 50 people that work for them. They're going to keep serving their company, serving the existing customers. But Snap believes that using Vertebrae will allow companies and companies that work with Snap to create 3D versions of their goods, which then shoppers can potentially buy directly from the Snapchat app. So it's an e-commerce play mixed with an augmented reality shopping play. Snap did not disclose the exact amount they paid for the acquisition of Vertebrae, but it's likely to be uh, far smaller than the $500 million acquisition of Wave Optics. <clears throat> One of the leading players, of course, in social media, Snapchat has already done some early tests when it comes to AR shopping. Gucci worked with Snapchat to create an AR shopping experience where Gucci created 3D versions of limited edition shoes. While they were running the experiment, Snapchat users were able to try on these 3D pairs of shoes. The outcome of the experiment was encouraging, and it proved that users were more likely to purchase a product when they had interacted with a 3D version of it. So it has some legs behind it, and it'll be interesting to see what they roll out with Vertebrae. Now on to uh, venture funding, Path Robotics. They've raised a total of $171 million. They just raised their last $100 million. Path Robotics has raised a massive $100 million in its Series C funding round. It's even more impressive considering that just two and a half months ago, in May, the company raised a $56 million Series B funding round. Tiger Global, Silicon Valley Bank, and an existing investor participated in Path Robotics Series C. With a successful Series C funding of $100 million, Path Robotics has so far raised, like I mentioned, 171 million total in venture capital. The welding space is the key market for Path Robotics. This is what they're targeting. Um, it usually cites high demand for skilled welders as a primary motivation to focus on robotics. The robotics company has quoted a study from uh, the American Welding Society multiple times saying that the United States alone will see a shortage of 400,000 skilled welders by 2024. I guess uh, people aren't going into those jobs. Um, and that's the void that PATH is trying to fill. But it doesn't mean that PATH is just limiting itself to robotics. Of course, the market for robotics is just going to continue booming and growing. Um, so there's a variety of use cases. This is just the first iteration of what uh, PATH thinks it can accomplish. Uh, the recent market research report states that global markets for industrial robotics will reach roughly $24.5 billion by 2025. Uh, updates to WhatsApp, they've changed their group call feature. So, of course, the pandemic has led to a massive explosion of growth in a lot of these communication tools and companies. Uh, WhatsApp is no different. With the pandemic still 
wrecking havoc globally. Uh, people continue to rely on tools like WhatsApp to remain in touch with friends and family. One feature that has remained the highlight of the digital communication tool amid the pandemic was the group audio chat feature. So this, you can see this trend uh, you know, permeate many industries. You can see it with Clubhouse. Uh, that was a major name in the audio chat space. Um, but of course, WhatsApp was already established well before Clubhouse was even a household name or uh, or a name that we had ever even heard of. So Clubhouse currently has a massive 10 million weekly active user uh, base, whereas in December of 2020, they merely had 600,000 uh, weekly users. It, it's showing that there is a huge demand for uh, group audio chat. But that being said, uh, what WhatsApp is doing is now they're making it so you don't have to join a call when it initiates. So previous to, uh, previous to this update, WhatsApp functioned very much like a regular phone call. When you call somebody, you pick it up. But now what they're doing is they're allowing you to join ongoing calls in progress. So it's a bit of a phone call combined with a little bit of a, I don't want to say chat room, but clubhouse-esque feel to it, where if there's an ongoing call or conference call, other people can join and listen in. Um, so now that WhatsApp has decided to join the trend of these audio-first social platforms, it will enable the joinable call feature, but they're still prioritizing uh, privacy. That's one of their main principles as a company. Um, this is a quote from WhatsApp's blog. Joinable calls reduce the burden of answering a group call as it starts and brings in spontaneity and ease of in-person conversations to groups calling on WhatsApp. Some of the best conversations happen when you least expect it. Now, if somebody in your group misses a call when the phone rings, they can still join whenever they like. You can also drop off and rejoin so long as the call is still ongoing. Uh, and then uh, if you were... If you were not awake this morning and you missed it, um, it's a shame, but I'll, I'll do a quick rundown here and I'm sure you can find it all over YouTube and whatnot. But major story today, of course, is that Jeff Bezos was in space this morning. So he is officially the wealthiest man in the world to ever be in space besides the fact that he's, he was at one point uh, the wealthiest man in the world. Um, after uh, we saw with Branson and Branson's flight uh, roughly you know, a week and a half ago, this morning, Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos's uh, space program launched him as well as three other individuals into space. So on Tuesday, Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos's space company launched Bezos, his brother Mark, as well as uh, the oldest person and the youngest person to have ever flown in space on its first crewed new Shepard rocket. So Jeff and his brother, plus Wally Funk, who is 82 years old, as well as Oliver Damon, who is 18 years old. That was the, the foursome that went into space this morning. So achieving three times the speed of sound, the capsule carrying the Blue Origin crew reached 80 kilometers above the surface, past the Kármán line, which is sort of the recognized spot where space begins. Um, the capsule returned and landed using a parachute after the Blue Origin crew remained in uh, microgravity or, or weightlessness for a few minutes. With a successful launch to space, Blue Origin has now become a major player in private spaceflight, uh, competing against the likes of, again, Virgin Galactic with Richard Branson and SpaceX with Elon Musk. So very exciting news in the world of private spaceflight and 
know, eventually space tourism. That's it for today. Share this with anybody who would find value in it, your friends, families, peer, coworkers, whoever. If they would like to go subscribe, they can go to newsletter.roioverload.com. Have a great day and I'll see you tomorrow.